What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Victoria, and I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of Real Talk with Miss V. This is where we're going to talk about faith, life, love, and everything in between. So wherever you're at right now, get comfortable and let's talk. Hey, 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 welcome back, Real Talk family. How are you doing on this beautiful Monday? What day is it today? Monday? Yes, Monday. Uh, I just want to welcome you back to another episode of Real Talk with Miss V. And if this is your first time here, if you haven't listened to the previous seven uh, episodes, I'm just going to reintroduce myself. My name is Victoria York. I've been doing this podcast now for about two months, I guess, almost two months. And it's been a pretty exciting ride. I'm not going to lie. I can't believe I'm even doing this. (laughs) To be honest, sometimes I have to be like, okay, Victoria, like you need to record your episode. This is this is really happening. This is really a thing. Um, But I'm excited for what I've seen God do and what he is going to continue to do. I think I might have a career in like radio or or voiceovers or um you know just like a a voice character. I don't know if you guys know any if you have any leads of jobs that, you know, they just need someone to talk. Um holler at your girl, send me, you know, the Indeed link because I'm trying to, you know, a little side hustle never hurt nobody, right? So anyway, welcome back. Thank you for being here. Uh, I'm so glad you've decided to take, you know, 25 minutes out of your out of your precious time uh, to listen to another episode. And uh, I hope that something that you hear today can bless you and, and challenge you in a good way, uh, or just be a bit of encouragement for your situation. So, you know, I'm, I'm literally talking to a microphone. I don't see a single face when I do these recordings. And so I just, I pray and I think about who might be on the other end, uh, listening and what they might need to hear for this day. And so, uh, I try to be as transparent, you know, in these episodes, but also just real. And that's, you know, the title, right? Real Talk with Miss V. And so, yeah, we're going to keep it real today, just like every other Monday. And so let's just get right into it. Wherever you're at, get comfy and let's talk. All right. Today, beautiful people. I want to talk for just a a few moments, uh, and I really just want to, hmm, I really just want to kind of share my own situation, but also I want, I want you to really think today because I need us to go on this journey together. And if, if we're not, you know, being mindful about each day and and what we're doing and what we're consuming and what we're putting out you know we can just kind of go through life sort of you know wandering and 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 not really making an impact and not really not really seeing the 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 um the what's the word I'm looking for oh my goodness the not impact the progress, <laughs> sorry about that, the progress that we are hoping to see. Uh, so 
I want us to just to just take this take this in, take this word in, but also search your own selves, search your heart and search your situation and say, Lord, how can I make a change for the better for me, for my house, for my home, for my family? What can I do to make that change? So let me just start by saying sometimes life can get messy. Okay, now if you're like me, <laughs> I do not like a messy house. I, I just can't. I can't stand when my house gets messy. And let me be honest, this weekend I didn't do much cleaning. Normally, Saturday is my cleaning day. I, I, I try to sleep in, you know, that usually doesn't happen, but I try to sleep in till about maybe 10 o'clock on a Saturday. And then I get up, I have my tea, I might have breakfast, and that's my cleaning day. I'm doing the bathrooms, I'm doing the, you know, the sheets, the bed sheets, I'm sweeping, I'm mopping, I'm doing all the dishes, the laundry. Like that, that is what my Saturday is typically reserved for. And then like getting groceries and going out, having some sort of a little adventure with my daughter. But this Saturday, I was like, you know what? The cleaning can wait. So as I look around right now uh, at my island and at the little corner where the recycle is and at the couch and the coffee table, um, I would have to admit that my house is a little bit messy right now, which normally would drive me crazy. But I'm kind of at this place today where I'm like, you know what? Rest is more important. Um, So it can get messy. Life can get messy. Your house can get messy. Things definitely can get messy. Um, our world is currently very messy. Uh, the situation overseas is messy. Uh, the whole COVID, do I dare say that that C word, COVID, that whole situation got messy. The restrictions, the lockdowns, the the illness, the 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 deaths that took place. Like there's so much that got messy with that whole situation. Sometimes our jobs can get messy, you know, depending on what you do for a living. It can literally be messy. (laughs) Uh, If you're a cleaning person, you know, you're constantly dealing with messes. Uh, But also the dynamics of like colleagues and employers and just all of that, it can sometimes get messy. Relationships, they can get messy. You're dealing with two sometimes completely different people. And, you know, you're trying to figure things out. Things can get messy. Hmm. Now, I said it already. I I don't like a messy house. But the reality is messes are a part of life. And so for a few moments today, I want to talk to you from a very hmm, simple title, your mess, his miracle. Go ahead and repeat that with me. Your mess, his miracle. I want to challenge you today to invite God into your mess and let him work a miracle. Oh, that was so good. Oh my goodness. That was so good. Invite him into your mess and let him work a miracle. Hallelujah. I want us to take a look at the book of Mark. If you have your Bible, say amen. (laughs) Amen. We're going to look at the book of Mark and we're looking at chapter six. Let me find it here. 
Mark chapter 6, and we are beginning at verse 45. All right, verse 45. And I'm reading from, you know what, let me just switch this over. Because sometimes the King James Version can be a bit difficult to understand if you're not familiar with the the language. Uh, So we're just going to switch over to for a second, the New Living Translation, okay? And the subtitle here is Jesus Walks on Water. So immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to Bethsaida while he sent the people home. After telling everyone goodbye, he went up to the hills by himself to pray. Verse 47, late that night, the disciples were in their boat in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land. He saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and the waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. He intended to go past them, but when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. They were all terrified when they saw him. But Jesus spoke to them at once, "'Don't be afraid,' he said. "'Take courage. I am here.'" Verse 51, "'Then he climbed into the boat, and the wind stopped. They were totally amazed, for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. After they had crossed the lake, they landed at Gennesaret, if that's how you pronounce it. (laughs) They brought the boat to shore and climbed out. The people recognized Jesus at once, and they ran throughout the whole area, carrying sick people on mats to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he went, in villages, cities, or the countryside, they brought the sick out to the marketplaces. Wow. They begged him to let the sick touch at least the fringe of his robe, and all who touched him were healed. So, I don't have the time today to go into the previous chapter, but before this all takes place, Jesus performs the miracle. And if you know this story about the loaves and the fishes, he basically takes a a, a little boy's lunch, (laughs) we'll say, and he performs a miracle. He takes two loaves and and sorry, is it two loaves and five fishes or five loaves and two fishes? <laughs> I should probably study that first. Anyway, he takes the loaves and the fishes and he tells everyone, you know, have a seat. <laughs> I will feed the multitudes. And basically, he performs a miracle and there's plenty to go around and then some left over out of two fish and, and five loaves, which doesn't make sense. Mathematically, he fed thousands, and it doesn't make sense off of what he had. But anyway, so the disciples had just witnessed this miracle, okay? And then we fast forward, and they're in the boat. And all of a sudden, things get, go ahead and say it, messy. Things get messy. They've got a storm that they're facing. They are going against the wind and the waves, and, and they don't know what to do with this mess of a situation, right? Even though, we'll say moments prior, they witnessed a miracle. They witnessed the miracle worker feed thousands, okay? So the disciples here, they're so concerned and they're so afraid of their situation, their mess, right? That when Jesus walks towards them, they thought he was a ghost, (laughs) okay? Now, 
I mean, I can't say I wouldn't be terrified as well. I'm, I'm three in the morning. I'm out in the, you know, in, in a storm on a boat. And all of a sudden there's this, you know, man walking on water towards me. I might also be fearful, (laughs) but the disciples here, they, they cried out in fear instead of just crying out to Jesus, right? Like their first reaction was to cry out in fear. Interesting. So why did they cry out in fear? Because their hearts had been hardened. And you see, that happens to us more often than we'd like to admit it. Something or someone gets us upset or something doesn't go the way we hoped it would go and something doesn't go as planned and we put the effort in to make something happen and bam, it doesn't happen. So our hearts become hardened or we pray about something, God, please work this miracle. God, please heal my loved one. God, please provide this or that. And we're constantly in a state of asking for things from God. That's, that's, I'm going to save that for another, another episode. Uh, But we're constantly in this like, oh God, you know, do this, do that, do this, do that. And so when it doesn't happen the way we thought it would happen, all of a sudden our hearts become hardened. And so for whatever reason, even though the disciples had witnessed this miracle, they're now in a mess, in a situation, and Jesus is walking towards them. Their first reaction should have been, thank God, there's our Savior, Jesus, come into our boat, do something. We know that you can work a miracle. But instead they cry out in fear and see our our hearts can become hardened and we can become fearful. It's, it's, I mean, right now, look around. There's a lot of believers that are fearful. I, I will be very honest. When I first started seeing the news about what's going on and, you, you know, overseas, I, I really felt sick to my stomach. I was, I was, I was fearful for a moment and I had texted Andrew and I'm like, I need, like, I don't know, like, I'm just feeling not so great right now, like asking him, how, you know, had he seen what was going on? And I just, I just felt so unsettled. Fear had tried to creep its way in. And, and then the Lord gave me a song. And so I was able to, to get through that. Um, but our hearts, our hearts can become hardened, just like the disciples. They had literally witnessed a miracle. And the next day, we'll, we'll say, all of a sudden they got a mess and they don't know where to turn. And so they chose fear instead of faith. They, they missed that opportunity to receive the miracle because their eyes were on the mess. And I don't know who I'm talking to today, but if you continue to keep your eyes on the mess, you will miss the miracle. You will miss the miracle. We have, we have two choices, really. When things get messy, we can clean it up, (laughs) or we can let it stay messy, and we can dwell on the mess, and we can get upset about the mess, and we can let it, you know, ruin our day. And when it comes to things, you know, in the natural, I'm the only one, well, and my daughter, perhaps, (laughs) but I'm the one who can clean this mess that I'm currently (laughs) surrounded by. But when it comes to things in the spiritual sense, and, and things that are beyond, you know, human ability, we got to let God into that mess and we got to let him work a miracle. 
I'm talking to somebody today. Your mess, his miracle, what looks like a messy situation, that, that doctor diagnosis, that, that looks messy on the outside looking in. But I'm, 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 I'm challenging you. I'm encouraging you to let God into that mess and watch him work a miracle. I shared in, I think, week one and week two, I used to be addicted to drugs. I used to live a life of, of sin and partying, and I, I was just such a broken individual. My life, wow, you could definitely say it was messy. But one day, the master, the, the super cleaner, if you will, the, the original Mr. Clean, stepped into my mess and performed a miracle. And because he did that, I am now born again and set free, filled with his spirit, covered by his blood. Oh, hallelujah. And I want you to have that same experience today. Whatever it is, I, I can't begin to start listing all the things that, that, that can be messy in your life right now. It could be that relationship that might be messy. It could be, you know, that you've got yourself into debt. You know, you didn't mean to, but things just kind of spiraled out of control. That's, that's messy. You know, or maybe you're, you know, you're fighting with your family, you're fighting with your loved one, your spouse, whatever, that can get messy. You know, illness, that can get messy. Dealing with, you know, constant pain or constant sickness, that can get messy. It can feel overwhelming. But here's what I'm asking you to do today. I'm asking you to invite the miracle worker into your mess and watch him perform a miracle. I'm asking you that instead of, of resorting to fear and instead of resorting to your own, your own tactics and your own strength, why not just surrender to the master today? <laughs> why not just say, Jesus, I can't fix this mess on my own, I need you to come in and do what only you can do. I need you to come in and be the miracle worker. I need you to, to do what miracle workers do. <laughs> Step in and change the situation, God. And so whatever mess you're facing today, whatever problem, whatever situation in your life right now that is getting in the way of your miracle, I'm asking you to invite him in. I know sometimes we're embarrassed to show God the ugly parts of ourselves. You know, we want to pretend and we want to walk around like everything is okay. You, you can probably fool your neighbor. You might even be able to fool your friends, but we can't hide the mess from God. We can't hide the mess of our lives from God. He sees all things. He's everywhere present and nowhere absent. And so why not just invite him into the mess, right? Why not just say, God, I need you in this situation. I've been there. Trust me, guys. I'm, I'm speaking from experience. I have been there and I have gotten myself in quite a few messes over the years, quite a few situations that I'm like, okay, Victoria, this was a bad idea. <laughs> um, and then I'm stuck saying like, okay, God, <laughs> I know I probably should have just invited you into the situation from the, from the get-go, but now I need you to 
do do something. Now I need you to make a way out of no way. Anybody anybody ever been there? Yeah. Probably just me. I know. But I'm I'm challenging us. Us. I say us because I'm not exempt from the mess, right? I'm not exempt from getting myself into messes and I'm not exempt from life happening to me. So I'm challenging us to first things first, call on him when things get messy. Don't, don't resort to calling on Jesus as a last, as a last resort option. Call on him from the get-go, from the beginning, and let him work a miracle in your mess. What would it look like? Oh, Jesus. What would your situation look like today if you would just call on him right now even? But if you would just call on him in the beginning when it, when it starts to get messy, if you would call on him and ask him to come in to the situation. You see, God is a gentleman. He will never force his way into your, your heart, your life, your situation, or your mess. He is such a gentleman, but we have, we have an opportunity to just invite him in. And once we do, he is right there to work a miracle, to fix your mess. Huh. When will relying on God be our first choice and not our last choice? When will we get to that place as individuals, as, as churches, as families, as spouses, husbands and wives? As, when will we get to that place where we rely on God 100% and we call on Him first? The Bible says to seek ye first the kingdom of God. When will we get to that place where we seek God first? before things get messy. I mean, life gets messy and that's that's a fact. You can't avoid messes. But I wonder how we would get through those situations if we just invite him in and let him do what he can do, what only he can do. We need to stop trying to solve all of our problems without him. I, I was saying to someone recently, I can't imagine, like, this world is crazy, okay? I think the young people still say cray-cray. This world is cray-cray, okay? I can't imagine trying to get through all of this without the Lord. Trying to get through this mess of a situation without the Lord. I couldn't, I honestly wouldn't want to imagine doing this life, doing this without Him. And so if you today are one of those people that's like, I got this, I do this on my own. I don't, you need, you need God just as much as you need water. Okay. Just as much as you need air to breathe, you need Jesus. You need God in your situation. And I, I don't say that in a condescending, like, oh, you need Jesus. Cause listen, I need Jesus. Okay. Every day, every hour. Isn't that a song? Hmm. It is a song. But I'm telling you, we all we all need Jesus, and we need Him in the in the good times and in the bad times, in the mess, and when things are going well, we need Him at all times. And so, I just wanted to leave that with you. It's a simple thought, I know, but I wanted to leave that with you because I just believe I'm crazy enough to believe that if you let God into your mess, whew, Hallelujah, He will work a miracle. I hope that you are blessed today. Go ahead and share this word with somebody. Your mess, his miracle. God bless you today. I love you. 
I, I believe God to do great things in your life. The time is now for us to just get God and put him back in the center of it all. In Jesus' name, God bless you today. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Real Talk with Miss V. Let's stay connected. Follow, subscribe, share, tell your mama, tell your daddy. Tune in every week for another word with Miss V. I hope you have a blessed day.